0: Hello, Donna. Hello, Shauna. How great to see you again. Yes, we had a little bit of a a, a bit of a hiccup with the sound there, but I think we might have figured it out. So, thank you for your patience with that.
1: No problem. (laughs) Today's topic is calm. There you go. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) So,
0: yes, it's always something new to learn, isn't it, with computers or what have you, and. I have to tell you, you were a gift, though, because I'm like, oh, no, I felt terrible because I was doing this. And you're like, just be calm.
1: Yeah. Take a breath.
0: Yeah. Which is a great introduction to today. It is. Yeah. So can we start off by can you introduce yourself and what you do and who you are and the amazingness you are?
1: Well, thank you. My name is Donna Fairhurst. I'm a life and soul coach. I teach a very large and expanding zero to clarity program that encompasses all kinds of wonderful principles. I say that I have a PhD in life that I've earned through relationship armageddon, multiple divorces, uh, bankruptcy, cancer three times, three near death experiences. I'm in the process of writing my book and the working title is Yo-Yo to God because that seems to be what I do. (laughs) Wow, that's a great title. Late in life, I realized that my purpose was to teach women to find calm clarity, to go from zero to clarity and create powerful Mm -hmm. pivots for transformation in their life. And that's my passion and my love. And that's what I do.
0: That's fantastic. I know I've heard many times from um, medical professionals that, uh, what is it, 95% of our health issues are from here, right? From our stress. And not being calm.
1: Yeah. When we're not calm, whenever we're not calm, I say you're either in calm and coherence or you're in chaos and incoherence. The duality of calm is chaos. So if you are not calm, you are in some degree of chaos. So any degree of calm that you can access and feel in your body creates ease in your body. And any degree of chaos that you feel in your body creates disease which mm. creates disease so all this comes from a lack of calm and coherence in your field i like that i recently
0: heard uh somebody said is your is your head where your body is <laughs> <laughs> right so my like being present i thought i thought that was good like am i is, where's my head it's not here it's not attached to my body so bring it back in i thought i thought that was a good kind of calming thing too to not be out here going crazy and chaotic like you said
1: well, as a human being, having a, a soul, having a human experience in being rather than doing, um, it's mm-hmm. our job to access all levels of awareness through calm. And the principles that I try to live from are, are you know, calm, grace, forgiveness, love, and uh, above all, um, grace and forgiveness. Because the Mm. Everything that comes that happens around judgment in our life or evaluation of a person, place, or thing is that energy, the the, the seed core energy of incoherence and chaos. Mm. Chaos is a real power. It's a real energy that we create. You know, chaos doesn't come from outside of us. We create it and we project that out to the outer world really so if
0: we're around people that are very stressed and stuff that's we're allowing that to happen is that what you mean absolutely so they're not bringing it to us we're letting it in right
1: yeah and there's there are many many cases um there are many cases where you can't remove yourself from people that are stressed and therefore stressors in your life you know you're they're, they're either stressing, stressed, stressors or all of the above and so I always say as much as possible surround yourself with people that are inspiring that are calm creating cooperation and balance and lots of times we all have those moments I know you know my husband was moving appliances for our daughter with her partner last night and there were a lot of incoherent uncalm moments I say hey guys let's bring this back to center you know it's 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 not about the angle of the dangle here it's about just getting the place getting it in there you know, and, and it was like the, just the laughter. Everybody just broke out laughing because, of course, they <laughs> took it wrong. And I didn't mean it that way at all. But it was like, OK, well, laughter is calming. Laughter is yeah. it's a positive. And then everybody stopped laughing, took a breath, and we were back to calm. Oh, so there moments, lots of times in our life where, you know, the stressors are coming from outside of us. And, and that's when we need you know some tips to get calm and stay calm because essentially calm is about communication clarity mm. coherence choice and cooperation you know mm.
0: i love Co- that you i love that you touched on humor It made me think i don't know if you've seen the friends episode where they're bringing the sofa down the stairs <laughs> and he's <laughs> and he's saying pavat pavat Remember, it's like the same thing as you're talking about with Frank moving things and voices get loud and frustrations. And it was, it's so funny to watch that because as soon as you talked about Frank thing, you think about, I've been there when you're trying to do something, it's just not working and gets a little heated and stuff, but like the pivot.
1: Yeah, well, I was, when I, Frank and I were, when I was actually, the day I was actually moving from Calgary to Pincher Creek Mm -hmm. to live with Frank um, back in 2005, it was crazy because I was, I, I, I knew his daughter quite well. Um, of all of the kids, I knew her the best. And I had done some work with her in high school quite a bit. So we were we were pretty good friends and pretty close. And she came and we had we got this the sofa, your speaking sofa into the elevator. And I lived on the 29th floor of a 32-story apartment building in right in downtown Calgary on 9th Avenue. And so between 7th and ninth, So it was really chaotic, really busy. The elevators were coming and going. There were only two elevators in the building. And so we had blocked off this elevator, which of course was annoying everybody. There was a lot of not calm around us because we had this blocked off for the whole day. And it took a lot of time to bring everything down to mm-hmm. the 29th floor. And while we were there, we'd get into the elevator for the first time and Frank couldn't get in with us. So he said, I'm going to take the stairs. <laughs> and he took the 29 flights. He and her partner Danny took the stairs and the elevator and he just literally pushed Louise in, not thinking. And Louise is pressed between the the door and the couch and me, and we're squeezed in there. And she said, "This is probably not a good time." And it was going down, and we hit about the seventeenth floor, and the elevator stopped. It just stopped between. Because <gasps> she was about to say, "This is not a good time to." <laughs> the elevator stopped. Yes, she said, "I guess this is not a good time to tell you that I have a phobia about now." <laughs> so we had to. That was my very first. In person, in face, let's create calm. Really? Yeah. And as you brought that up. Oh. So that's chronicity. Oh, uh, wow. my- that's hilarious. Oh, it was a really, really funny day because that day, I, you know, Frank knew I had psychic abilities or some kind of mm-hmm. uh, gifts, but we hadn't really talked a lot about it. And that morning, as we were getting ready early in the morning, um, his daughter phoned and I answered and said, hi, Louise, how's it going? And she says, oh, it's great. Is dad there? And I said, yeah, of course he's here. We're getting ready. What time are you guys going to be here? She Well, we're going to be there about 10. We're leaving shortly. They lived in Lethbridge. Uh, is dad there? I think I need to talk to him about something before I get there. I said, sure, honey, just a minute. And I put my hand over the phone. I said, okay, sweetheart, I don't want you to freak here. I want you to be calm. And he goes, what? And I said, Louise is about to tell you that her and Danny are getting married. And I think it's going to be sooner rather than later. And I know that's not a plan oh. that you're ready for. So just be calm. And he yeah. laughed. Don't be crazy. And he handed, handed in the phone and he said, Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This was in uh, late June, early July. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, that's, that's wonderful news, honey. How, how exciting for both of you. Sure. Great. Yeah. We can do a wedding. Uh, yeah. (laughs) When? September. Oh, that's lots of time. And this September? (laughs) And it was, it's <laughs> like so calm, mm.
0: breathe, just breathe. Wow. Wow. So those were your at first initial coaching sessions or, or yes, talking sessions. Yes. So calm. And Isn't I Isn't that in. funny? I just talked about Ross and look at this. This is awesome.
1: Yeah. And two days later, uh, after I'd moved in, the phone rang. And my daughter, who had just moved to Manitoba the year before and was teaching, phoned and said, Mom, we've been flooded out. There's 350 people with no places to go can you come and get us? I said, okay, hang on just a minute. Honey, (laughs) Kim and (laughs) the new baby and the big dog have been flooded out and they've got no place to go. And he said to me, honey, just be calm. Oh, wow. The information. And of course, we're going to go get them. Uh We'll gas up the truck as soon as we're done. It was like, okay, got this So. You know, uh, calm is a choice. Above all, it's a choice. It is. It is. I, I I don't
0: think I have your abilities at all, but I know I bring calm to things because I can feel it because I used to manage it TD forever. So I come into the branch and I could sense, I couldn't hear or see anything specific, but I could sense chaos. chaos. Mm-hmm. And just walking into the branch and even just going into my office, I could just almost feel
1: Things yes. just, just chaos that's around you in the field, oh. touches your field and you can, yes. and the really important thing when you feel it is to ask yourself, where am I feeling this in my body? Mm. Am I feeling mm. it in my crown? Is it? Is this an intuitive thing that's happening that I need to pay attention to signs and signals? Is it in my throat? Is it about communication gone awry? Is, is it in my heart? Is it about somebody really feeling out of sorts or misunderstood is it in my solar plexus is it all about getting the job done and functions and and you know tribalism is it in my sacral is there a lack of creativity going on or somebody's feeling that their creativity is being squashed or is it just nobody grounded this morning and everybody just needs to take a breath get calm and ground
0: I find people are so hard on themselves and put way bigger expectations on themselves than I do as the boss and stuff. And they'd be like, oh, I'm like, did anybody die? (laughs) Like just putting things in perspective, I found would work too. Like just kind of stop and think like nobody's dead. We can fix anything. It's all good. Just
1: breathe. You know, one of my my mentors when I was uh, in travel, in the travel industry for 14 years, and um, I owned an agency and then I after I closed the agency I was an executive manager for a couple of big companies and um, I remember one of my mentors early on when I first bought my agency I had a really really difficult client who just you know thought he was the king of the world and everything should revolve around him so when he phoned or he walked in but he primarily would phone and bark orders and so it was so distressing for my agents that I just said, just, you know, when you see that number come up, just put it to my line instantly. And I found myself the first couple of times really triggered and I mentioned it to one of my friends and she did a lot of work, ironically, in Afghanistan. And, you know, wow. when it was everything was blowing up there again. And uh, she said, you know, I find whether it's the phone or a person, the best thing to do is take a breath and put a smile on your face before you answer the phone mm-hmm. breath and smile and hold the smile on your face. Cause no matter what they do, what happens, they're going to feel that. Yes. And yes. that's something that I've used every day of my life since it's a wonderful tip. It's on the 10 tips. <laughs> okay. Are you going to share with us the 10 tips? Yeah. The 10 tips to calm. So essentially, Lack of calm is chaos and incoherence. So how do you bring coherence and calm back to your life? The first thing to do is to just really get heart-centered. And we all know, slow your breathing down. Slow down, number one. Walk slower. Stop. Relax your body. Even if you're sitting in a chair and it's about a phone call. Drop, you know, relax your jaw. Move it around. Drop your shoulders. It's, It's surprising, like, when people say
0: that, like, Drop, you know, do because you yeah. don't think that you're clenching your jaw. You yeah. don't think that you're clenching your shoulders. And, it, and is that the butt too or something? I think somebody says, <laughs> yeah, flex your butt. Like do it. Right? right? It doesn't matter whether you're a guy or a girl, do a kegel, right? <laughs> Hold up. I'm like, I didn't think I was holding my butt tight, but it's like when somebody said, I'm like, oh my God. You, know,
1: you have to if you and if you have to move quickly, move as slowly as as, as quickly as you can, right? Yeah. Number two, talk slower. This is a huge one for me because I'm a real motor mom and I I talk on speed and I tend to over talk and interrupt, which is a really bad habit. But it's just my thoughts come peeling out of my mouth faster than I could hit the slow button. So talk slower. Think about what you're going to say and take a breath between the sentences. Just take a breath. When the phone rings, here's it. Smile, no matter what's happening. Before you pick up that phone, take one second, take a quick breath, relax and smile. Pick up the phone and say that hello with a smile on your face. It makes all the difference. If somebody's on the other end and they're hearing that, feeling that tension, and they've got a problem and they want to talk to you about it, if you're smiling and you meet them with joy, it diffuses. It's like snuffing out that bomb that's coming down the wall. Take a short break at the same time every day. We Ooh, are very paced and we tend to have routines. And so one of the important thing to build into routine a routine is taking a specific break at the same time every day to calm and reset your intentions and notice how you're feeling in your body. You only have to do this for five minutes or three minutes or one minute, whatever time you've got. But if it, you know, 12 o'clock every day, I do a reset three o'clock. I do a reset six o'clock. I do a reset nine o'clock. I do a reset. And depending on what my intentions are and where I'm launching myself in the day, in my schedule for the day those resets allow me to refocus they spark my brain they calm my soul and they bring me back to center throughout the day when you take these breaks if you can't have breaks use transition times if you've got to walk from one office to the other if you've got to drive to work drive home from work if you go out of the office for lunch I'm in a home-based office. I have made it a practice because I found I was bringing my breakfast and my lunch into my office. And because I wasn't always on Zoom or that, I could be talking to people on the phone and still doing these things. And I realized that my multitasking was not efficient. It was actually slowing me down because i my focus was scattered so now i make it a point to have my breakfast downstairs in the garden preferably if i can get out go back down to the garden for my lunch when i take my three o'clock break it's the garden again so throughout the day take mini breaks and retreats just a few seconds to visualize and look at something that's beautiful and inspiring for me it's my garden. If because of the weather or something, I can't get into the garden. I've surrounded myself with beautiful paintings on my wall, and I can go into the garden of my artwork and find a transition space there. It's important to notice your mindset when you're out walking, when you're talking. We have this monkey mind, that goes around that's totally invested in ego and we need to stop that monkey mind the ego map and get into our heart map when we get into our heart map we can notice whether we are being driven by positive or negative emotions which negate calm if they're negative again just a little reset is it positive or negative what's a little affirmation i can say to myself in this moment And I don't know about you, but I keep a lot of my favorite affirmations on my phone in a little folder on notes that I can just click on it. Boom. And there's an affirmation. My husband, my beautiful husband just brought me lunch. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I got got affirmations. Zoom stuff makes it hard a bit. Yeah. In front of my face. Another really important one is to connect to the earth. Yes. Get outside at least once a day, preferably for 35 to 45 minutes. If you can't do that, again, use those mini breaks to get outside. If possible, while it's still warm enough, get your shoes off and get your feet on the grass. And, and you know, let that earth energy ground and restore you. Everything that we send back to Mother Earth, she sends back to us as good clean energy this is great information because of how many people are working from
0: home now right because when i used to drive into the office and because you talked about the commute time that was always kind of a good time to kind of transition from work to home it's kind of a peaceful time but you don't have that when you're working from home because you're home all the time right Mm -hmm. to to incorporate those those break times like you said that's awesome and to step outside step in the grass and i love it
1: Find the mini process. I've got 14 stairs straight up to come up from my main floor to my office and my kitchen and living center is completely on the opposite side of the house. So when I go downstairs and I'm preparing in the morning, I have to walk that walk. And so when I talked about incorporate, that's my transition time. So when I'm walking that walk mm-hmm. and I'm carrying my my drink and my tea, with me and I'm getting all set for the day I really use that as my transition time and as I hit each step I say a word like calm forgiveness joy attention power I use power words on each step depending on what I feel and they're never the same because I'm feeling in my body the the, the power of those energies that I need to bring in and create a sacred school space to begin my work. Another really important thing, after you've connected to the earth, and when you connect to the earth, be sure and notice the earth, smell the air, look at the flowers, feel a leaf, look at the sky. What what are you seeing in the clouds? Are there no, no clouds? Be grateful for another day on this beautiful planet.
0: And I, I, what do you do when you see smoke or there's heat when you're trying to because we've been we've been in the Okanagan we've been going through some challenging times and to have outside is such a solace for us right or it feeds oh, us you know, and know. we've been and we've been facing this what, what what how can we stay calm with that
1: express what you're feeling mm-hmm. not what you're thinking thinking can lead you to negative negative thoughts. You can have a negative feeling about something. I know the other day I said to Frank, I'm feeling so tired of these fires. I honestly feel like we only have two seasons now since we've lived here, winter and fire, and and the transition between winter and fire. And so... Uh, One of the things that I did as an exercise is our garden got just so destroyed from the heat of the fires and the smoke and everything. And it was just looking so tired and dead. And I said, "I I feel like my garden is just screaming and crying and there's nothing I can do about it so I took a day off and I cleaned out I took a, a sanity day for the garden and me mm-hmm. and I cleaned everything out I took out all the dead plants and then I went to our beautiful nursery here in Penticton we have one of the most wonderful nurseries in the Okanagan and I bought all of the flowers which were on sale because it was the end of the season <laughs> they were dying to be replanted literally we needed a home and I redid the garden and now mm-hmm. I have this beautiful fall garden full of mums and late geraniums and beautiful flowers and lots of color. And I, and it's actually the best garden I've had this year. And it was just paying attention to the garden was crying. My soul was crying for the garden and it was get out and take care of it. Mm -hmm. And in doing that, I nurtured myself. And now every time I walk down the stairs and I turn to look out. I'm looking straight up the patio at the garden and my heart goes, la, la. Oh. <laughs> it's a just, just hearing about that makes me feel
0: law Cause I can just imagine this beautiful garden, this thriving under yeah. your care and stuff. That's awesome.
1: And you know, when uh, to, to the fires, I, I, my, my thing right now is to just be in such gratitude for the brave men and women that are dedicating their lives Amazing. and spending you know, years of their lives with us here in the Okanagan, helping going from one community, one fire to another. And the one that's above us uh, on in Skaha Hills right now, it's been totally taken away it's 99.9% out on this side of the mountain but three days ago when I was looking out my window and the flames were flying up again and I'm thinking well okay there's the highway and the canal between us we're likely not going to be on evacuation alert for three weeks like we were last year but they had already evacuated 350 homes on that hillside and we were there last year and that happened to our daughter and my sister this year and I just thought Wow, you know, and they're in a Soyuz and and the cottages between Oliver and a So down the whole length, you got it in West Bank, you got it north of Kelowna, you got it in Vernon, you got it in Kamloops area. People, entire towns and villages have been lost. How do you stay calm when that's happening? How do you stay center? You concentrate and send all your energy to the gratitude for the people that are working to save what they can for the millions of volunteers and literally it's in the millions across canada that have sent time energy equipment food things to our area to our province be in gratitude for the people that are defending and clearing and helping us and actually putting their lives wow. It's a miracle that more lives and more properties haven't been lost. Isn't it? Oh, it's it. just amazing. Yeah. We owe it to the brave men and women and the coordinators that make this their life and their mission. And, you know, the attitude is gratitude. And anytime you can feel that gratitude, you bring in grace. Anytime you bring in grace, you're in calm. There is no chaos, even if it's all around you. So Love it. gratitude. Love it. I I like to do is add something beautiful to your space you know like I had to do my garden I had I have paintings and I surround myself with photographs and things that bring me joy and take me to calm and when I'm having an ugly moment because we all have them right where I'm not feeling calm I take a breath and I look at the butterflies or I take a breath and I, I look at what's in front of me which is another beautiful painting and my two favorite sayings in the whole world. So, you know, it's the little things. Find one thing that you love and look at it. And then at the end of the day, spend some time alone with yourself, with creator. Say your prayers, connect to creator, source, God, spirit, whatever that is for you, and use it to enhance your energy so that you can help others to do the same i've got a little uh, the, the goal of this is not to just create calm but it's to create cooperation coherence and harmony so i've got a little small affirmation that i'd like to share with you on harmony and if everybody could just take a nice breath in and center themselves and just repeat after me with a smile on your face I am an agent of harmony in the world. I'm an agent of harmony in the world. Nice breath in. I am one in the presence with God. I am one in the presence with God. I work in harmony and cooperation with others. I work in harmony and cooperation with others. I give thanks for every one of my relationships. I give thanks for every one of my relationships. Big breath in. I open my heart to love. I open my heart to love. I am blessed. I am blessed. With peace. With peace. Joy. Joy. Love. Love. Calm. Calm. Coherence, coherence, cooperation, cooperation, and harmony, and harmony. So it is, so it is, and so it is done, and so it is done. Let's just ring that baby in.
0: <laughs> I love those words. It just like joy. Just you just feel joy when you say it. Or cooperation, you just feel the. It's interesting how words can just, uh, uh, you know, trigger those
1: emotions. Just saying the words. Words have power. Every letter of every word, the construction of a word is not an accident. And it doesn't matter how you translate the word, what language you're speaking it in. The meaning is the same and the, the conjunction of the letters and how it's described in whatever language it is. Those letters have the same power, regardless of you know, what letter system they are you know whether they're Hebrew or Cyrillic or Celtic or whatever the letters are, have the power and when we string our words together each letter in each word has power mm. so whether you're looking at think about uh, I'm talking shortly on forgiveness so forgive ness it's a gift that you're giving that is a verb that has a power it's a power word grace is a power word Mm Love is a power word it's important to take the words that we speak and break them down as to you know what they are and surrender to the meaning i mean take take the word surrender and break it down s-u-r-r-e-n-d-e-r to see to understand, to get real about it. What's the reality? To release any fear or consternation you have about what you're surrendering to, to embrace and to express. It's now. It's happening now. It's not about two seconds ago or two months from now. It's about right now. You can't surrender if you're dwelling in the past or working in the future. And that creates a lack of calm and coherence in your mood. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I love that. And just love that. (laughs) down the words. If you're if you're struggling with something, write the word out. Okay. What what is the Mm. s? What's the power word I'm working with here? Break it down to what it means for you, and then see into it. My power word is enthusiasm because I've been called that forever, and I do believe I'm very enthusiastic. (laughs) You are. So break that down and define what each letter of enthusiasm means for you. And you have the definition of Shauna in maximum coherence and calm (laughs) with enthusiasm. Yes. (laughs) So is there anything else you would like to talk to me about around calm? Any Mm -hmm. questions? I know you
0: gave so many good tips I just think of times that I hear about or people get stuck right they get stuck on the same thing or getting anxious and just kind of why 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 and just kind of and then breathe in and try to. but it keeps coming keeps coming keeps coming is there a way just to, especially if there one particular thing that's driving somebody crazy I don't I don't know uh, um, they don't like the shifts they're getting at work or whatever and it just drives them crazy and that feeds and feeds and feeds is there a way just to kind of totally release that instead of being fixated on one thing
1: that just drives people like somebody crazy you have to get out of your head and get into your heart if you're operating from your head your ego or the mind map as i call it that is the epitome of of chaos and incoherence you cannot create calm you cannot create balance you cannot create cooperation from incoherence and incoherence is always about evaluation and judgment Judgment is a human construction. It it doesn't exist in heaven or the other side, whatever you want to call it. Judgment doesn't exist. It is a purely human construction. It's a human interpretation of what they humans through the through the centuries have believed is the word of God. And and it is actually not that no hate, no injustice, no judgment, no jealousy. It doesn't exist over there. Hmm. So if you're evaluating, if you're judging, you can only create more problems. And it's ego-based. And when you create ego-based problems, you compromise your soul. And when you compromise your soul, the cycle repeats because you didn't learn the lesson. And whenever you're in calm and incoherence, you're operating from shame, blame, guilt, or fear. There's no two ways about it. When you're in calm and coherence, you're knowing, growing, flowing, and glowing. Your light is getting brighter. You're shining brighter for yourself. You're shining brighter for everyone around us. Your life is flowing. You're growing and knowing yourself better, and you're helping other people to do that. So when you're in the heart map where you create that, it's about finding value. You've always, regardless of the person, place, or situation, how gnarly it is, you have to find value. So when you can't feel the love, For something or a situation or it's really out of control how do you find value you say to yourself i chose this and there's something i need to grow through this experience you have to find that value to go to non-judgment once you get to non-judgment you're in a space where you could create soulful solutions for your life and i mean full in the terms of the word full you know you want a fullness of being a fullness of life a fullness of experience that's based in common and coherence and love. And when you do that, you create cooperation first with yourself, with your head and your heart, you bring them together, you create space for sacred soul self, what I call sacred soul self. And when you create that space for sacred soul self, the miracles start, mm. the cycle repeats, and you manifest that beautiful self-awareness you evolve and know yourself you evolve and grow yourself you evolve and flow with whatever situation is around you and it's not always easy but it is possible every single time if you just go hmm what am i judging here and we all judge judgment is something that is stamped into us we we were taught to judge every person place and situation in our life Is this good for me, bad for me? Is it safe, is it not safe? And again, you're operating from shame, blame, guilt, or fear. Or you're knowing, growing, flowing, and glowing. If you can just say, what am I operating from here? Oh, I I feel fearful, I'm afraid of something in this moment, or I'm blaming someone, or I feel ashamed, or I'm shaming someone else, or I feel guilty, or I'm putting guilt on someone else. Then you, that's the breath point. That's when you take all those 10 tips I gave you and you start utilizing them. Mm. And if you can't go outside, find just one, one second to say, "Hmm, judgment, bad. Hmm. <laughs> hey, if you say judgment, bad, are you judging? No, it's a feeling. Define anything that's negative in your life as a feeling because the feeling is something that you can deal with and elevate to a place where you can create thoughts that empower you and give you better feelings. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I like when you talked about choice too. I chose this. Like We
0: have lots of choices. I'm sitting in this. I chose this job, partner, uh, vacation, or
1: whatever it is, car. (laughs) I chose this. And then I like that perspective too. Yeah, we had a mini family reunion when everything opened up there down on the Kettle River on Rock Creek. My sister has a property there. And my son came with his wife and son. We hadn't seen them in three years. My brother was there. We hadn't seen him in two years. Um, His son and his family were there. We hadn't seen them in much longer. And my sister and I, we were all camping. Of course, it was smoky. There was lots of smoke. And it was just, you know, and Everybody was, we had a choice. We can either have fun and have games and be on the acreage on the river and enjoy ourselves, or we can just sit around and bitch and moan about the smoke. And so we chose to have fun. We chose to swim in the river. We chose to have barbecues. We chose to play games with the kids. And did we have to go and take out of the smoke breaks? We absolutely did. That also was a choice. So we created Calm, where every two hours, everybody went back to their cabin or their trailer and had a smoke break. But it was get out of the smoke, not take a smoke. <laughs> and we were, we were conscious of, of when the smoke was bad, of, of how we were gathering and where we were gathering and to wear masks, not because of COVID, because we were free and, you know, in a private outdoor space, but because of the smoke. So mm-hmm. it's always about making choices. And, and we have a choice in everything. We have a choice in everything we say, do and think and how we feel about it
0: and when uh, things that kind of go awry like you said we all have ugly moments or other things it's like i, I try to think this is happening for me not to me and yeah. i think you're dead on <laughs> if there's something if i'm supposed to be getting a lesson and i keep not accepting the lesson i keep getting the same thing <laughs> thrown at me in different different uh, they look it looks different but it's the same kind of lesson that uh, i'm not incorporating
1: I like to look and say, you know, when I'm feeling judgment coming up or I'm feeling, first of all, express it as a feeling and not as something that's actual. Um, Mm, mm, I think that's important. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, when I'm feeling that, I say, am I coming from self or am I coming from soul? So self is our ego created physical, mental body. And soul is our spiritual, emotional body. And they, they need to work together. We're not not meant to have, you know, not have a human body. Our souls would not be able to incorporate and have a human experience if they didn't have this beautiful bus, our body that carries us around. So when you're in that physical mental body and you're in self, it's for the the mind map, for the ego map, it's always, it's secular. It's about security. It's exclusive. Keep me safe, keep me warm, keep me fed, keep me dry. Mm -hmm. All of those things, keep me out of the smoke. And it's limiting. It puts limits on where we can go, what we can do, what we can say. It, it impinges on our personal freedom, so to speak. And it's familiar. And our ego, mind, physical, map, mental, map. we don't like failure. Anything that feels like failure is, is like a no-go zone that creates consternation and needs us to take action to protect ourselves. And it's an external focus. It's never internal about where we are and how we're operating as a soul. It's an external focus. So when we say, oh my God, I'm mired in self. And I literally say, oh my God, I'm mired in self. Help me, get me out of here. Get back into soul. What is your soul? Your soul is inclusive, not exclusive. It's inclusive of everything that is because you're a part of everything that is. Every second, every breath that you take, You are a being of infinite unity and part of everything that is. And so is everyone else. They are in God's eye, creator, source, whatever you want to call it, whatever religion, creed, color you are, we are all an infinite divine being born of, from, and of source, God, creator. So whether you have a, you know, you're Buddhist, you're Presbyterian, you're Catholic, you're uh, Muslim, it, it, it doesn't matter, because we're all one being in the eyes of God. So from that, there's optimism, you can optimize your life, when you think that this is just a blip in the cosmic fabric of consciousness. And I am meant to experience this so that I can grow my soul. And that again, take the map back into calm, and it's linked recognizing that we're all linked we're all part of this fabric that holds us together you know I I just turned 70 this year and I was doing this linking exercise with some clients and I realized wow look at my hands they're looking pretty pretty old there's a lot of wrinkles and age spots on the plus side the skin is so fine and soft because it's getting older and thinner So I can see all the veins, and I can see all the warts, and I can see all the age spots of all of the life lived of that 70 years all over the world. And I think, wow. And I was doing this linking exercise, and I was explaining it, and I realized that I am no longer, when I link my hands, I am no longer able to pull my hands apart that I have trained my body and my big old knuckle, gnarly 70 year old hands are now saying, stay with me. Let's just be linked. So whenever I'm having a trouble with a person, place or thing, I link my hands in prayer, Whether it's on my lap, whether it's in front of me, sitting on my desk, 90% of the time, I will sit with my hands linked in prayer because that is an, a, a reminder to me that all thing everything is all that is it's all linked i'm linked to you you're linked to me we're linked to all that is and so how we put our energy into the field of all that is is uh, what we get back is what we've put out even if we think that we're feeling maybe misjudged, or feeling maybe hurt, or feeling maybe misunderstood, or feeling our freedoms are limited, or feeling it's not about them, it's all about me, or it's all about them. And it, it, there, there's so much, there's so much going on that is not worthy of our time or our thought. We are one, we are united. We are meant to breathe, love, laugh, and live together with full hearts end the story get over it get on with it
0: (laughs) I love it I I tell you every time I talk with you or see you're you just you're so amazing I feel like I go to a soul spa when I I spend time with you
1: (laughs) I love that soul spa at soulful solutions all right yeah
0: you do you just I feel better like you just emotionally mentally physically you just you are so awesome
1: oh such a gift you are, too, and I am so excited about well-being coming for 2021. I, the conference is going to be great. I'm so excited about the speaker lineup, as always. And many- I know. Those, those experiences are awesome, right? Hey? And it's amazing, like the last one, how many people
0: across the world we reach, too. So um, it's 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 been challenging to take, you know, we're doing almost 100 events a year in person, and then with this, we've had a shift online. But there's been some real wins too. Like even even these Wellbeing Wednesdays online, we're reaching way more people, and and, and there's an archive on YouTube and on Facebook, and so people can go back and watch and see it and the podcast and stuff. It's we're
1: just reaching more. It's just you know mm-hmm. spreading. You know, I was always afraid of this, and and I felt that I was inadequate with it, and I was silly girl, and silly I looked good on camera, and I still don't like doing, I, I love, like, I'm great talking to you here because there's a face. I'm talking to a person, and I feel connected and everything. When I'm trying to, to record a Facebook thing or something, I'm telling you, I just shut down I do not go to calm. I have to work at it just like everybody else because I when I'm not talking actually communicating with a person, I, I feel disconnected. Mm. Just a feeling. And when you think that we've all had to pull back and we've all had to disconnect from what was the real reality of our lives to create a new reality and for the first year we thought okay this is we're, this is only going to last a year and then we went through year 2 and hit the year 2 Milestone, and we thought, okay, this is only going to last a, a little while, longer. and now we're launching into year three. People, like I said, are getting a little gnarly; they're mm-hmm. getting a little tired. Parents are tired. COVID fatigue for sure. Yeah. So express that as a feeling. Get that feeling that gnarly. I call it constipation of the soul. <laughs> constipation of the body and. Yeah all that disease and that slugginess and that lugginess and also the anger and the fear and the pain that people are feeling and the disconnect that people Mm -hmm. are feeling. Phone a friend, get a coach, call out, reach out. Mm -hmm. There are millions and millions of beautiful teachers and healers and, and coaches and souls that just want to help people with this. There is. Yeah. If we don't do it for ourselves, then we're not doing it for all of the people that we're connected to. So having this platform to reach and connect and talk to people is a heartbeat. It's a heartbeat for for us and for the world. And the more present and cognizant and transparent we are, and the more we share of who we really are, the the consciousness, the energy, the level of the world takes a little breath. And it's not full of smoke. It's full of love. You know? Absolutely. You gotta just breathe. Just breathe, baby. Breathing's the best.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else you want to share?
1: Oh, no. Just that I love you all. And Mm -hmm. I'm just in a happy place. Great. Well, I'll include how you can contact Donna uh,
0: on our posts here and stuff like that. So you can reach out because she is amazing, as you can see. And as I said, I love spending time with her. It's like a soul spa. And anytime it helps anybody who wants to reach out and uh, connect with Donna,
1: I highly recommend it. Yes. And if you want to go to my website, www.donnafairhurst.com, you can receive the clearing prayer. You can book a free um, a 30, a complimentary 30-minute session if you need some help clearing the smoke, I'm there. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Sean. I love you. I love you. Love you all. <laughs> Bye. Bye.